0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart.
1: Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company,
2: Golden, Colorado. Hey, welcome to Blue Wire. After you finish listening to this awesome Blue Wire podcast, make sure you check out the other pods in our Blue Wire family. Okay, I know, you're probably wondering, how do I do that? Well, it's simple. Go to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, And search Blue Wire. Ta da! They will all be there, so have fun listening.
1: Welcome into a special edition of Browns Film Breakdown. I'm here with my two uh, partners in crime, my co hosts of everything we do on the Browns Film Breakdown channel. Uh, We have Mr. Brendan Leister from Pro Football Focus there with the beard and the, uh, looks like one of the more impressive microphones I've ever seen. How are you doing, Brendan?
3: Doing great, man. I'm excited to get
1: started. How about you? (laughs) Heck yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped too. I think this will be fun. And then Mr. Mister Brown's Daily Mock Draft, how you doing over there, boss? Oh, living the dream.
0: Thanks for having me on with two great football minds like you guys.
1: Uh, too kind, too kind. So what yeah, we're going to do here, guys, is uh, we are going to look to do pretty much a live draft scenario. We're going to use the draft network software that they have for uh, popping up and down the picks and we'll do all seven rounds as best we can. This will be a long video. I'll warn you if you want to flash forward, I'll time code it so that you can jump to picks if that's your if that's your thing. If you want to hear logic, we're going to talk through a lot of logic, too. And then we're going to look at who the players are with some highlight videos and talk through why we like those guys a little bit as well. So look at this as sort of a comprehensive mock draft experience that you don't normally get because you're flying through picks and just making sort of uh, guesses or reading somebody else's mock and don't know their thought process. So our goal here is to explain as much as I can as quickly as I can. But before then, we posed on uh, the Browns Phone Breakdown Twitter handle any questions that we had that we wanted answered. Uh, so I'm just going to round Robin to, uh, to Stephen and, and Brendan here, and, and we'll just come uh, with as many as we can. All right, first question is from Jack Duffin, our friend uh, across the pond, Asked, what position could you see as a sort of shock pick at 49 resulting in a player getting moved on? So for example, Robinson, uh, maybe that left tackle or somebody else. So just sort of a player that could be moved on as a shock pick through uh, pick 49 we're not expecting. Brendan, any thoughts there?
3: Yeah, I just think an offensive tackle potentially. Um I personal think personally think that the pick's probably more likely to be a defensive player, whether it be a defensive back or a defensive lineman, but I could definitely see an offensive tackle. And if that's the case, I'm assuming that the guy will get a chance to compete with Robinson or Hubbard, whichever side they want to put him on. So yeah, it's possible that if, if they draft a guy second round, they think that he's ready to play early, that they could move on from Robinson or Hubbard. Pretty quickly
1: agreed offensive tackle makes a lot of sense um, Stephen this one comes to you uh, it says does Brown's daily mock really think savage uh, the safety uh, will be there in the third round
0: it's so hard to say because there's a clump of safeties and depending on whose board you believe you know they're ranked anywhere from 35 to 85 and they're in and you can make an argument for the order it just depends on what you as a person and or you if you're thinking as a team value most so but it does seem to be a, uh, that uh, Savage and Hooker when I see the boards of of the, that clump of day two safeties they seem more often than not to be the last couple uh, in the order so if any of them are going to be around at 80 uh, that wouldn't require some sort of a small move up I would say Savage and Hooker would more likely than not be the two guys
1: okay good stuff now this one's going to be to you two it's just literally one thought answer no more explaining just tell me what you think we're going to cover this eventually but these are fair questions i should mention last question to to, to steven there went from matthew pelinick which is at boy the beast on Twitter. Uh, next question. First to Brendan, which position at 49 do you think the Browns should take? His question is linebacker, corner, OT, or tight end. I know that this is a BPA. There's a lot to it, but if you just had an ideal position, uh, Brian at Brian Novak asks, which one of these would you take at 49, linebacker, corner, offensive tackle, tight end? Corner. Corner. Good stuff, Steven.
0: Yeah, ab- of, of those, absolutely corner, yeah.
1: Okay, good deal. Next question is uh next here is it looks like dearness which is at yby red one we'll go to Brendan first Duke plus picks to get another second rounder
3: I think that's that's pretty tough to imagine that happening because I I just don't think that they'll get nearly that much for Duke look at what Jordan Howard went for that's what I say
1: bingo 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 I think we're all overvaluing Duke that's a topic for another day I love the guy but we're not keeping it real with what he is as a player in terms of how the NFL values running backs. If I could throw
0: some, just one quick thing in um, if the question is maybe packaging Duke with 80 to move back into the second round, hmm. that, that wouldn't be something that I would do, but I could that might be enough to, to pull it off. But if it's just, you know, Duke and a fifth to somebody else for their second or whatever, then I agree with you guys completely. But if it's moving up from 80 in some sort of a package that involves Duke, I could see that. I mean, you know, it makes sense. The value probably could be there to move up 15, 20 spots.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. Good deal. I'm going to, I'm going to ask this next one. It's it's a similar mode of what you're talking about, Stephen. This one comes from Tennessee, which is at big 10, den 54, Would John Dorsey, we'll start with Brendan, would John Dorsey be bold enough to move up to the bottom of the first round, something like a trade with New England possibly, uh, to select Jeffrey Simmons to get the fifth-year option and sort of a pseudo-red shirt?
3: I just think it's a long way, and it's really tough to put that kind of package together. You're going to have to give away a lot of draft picks or young talent once again, like they did in the OBJ trade with getting rid of Peppers. But it's such a question mark that late round or that late first round pick. I do like Simmons as a player, but I think there's a chance that maybe they'll get him in the second round. So I don't I don't think that he's quite that bold to put a package like that together. Maybe he'll surprise me.
1: Steven, what do you think?
0: Uh I don't think there's anything John Dorsey isn't bold enough to do. <laughs> so I think it's actually two questions. I don't think he's if, – if John Dorsey wants to do something, I don't think anybody can stop him. I mean, he's just got that kind of swagger to him. But I agree with Brendan wholeheartedly. Uh, this whole moving back up into the first round thing, I think it's a smokescreen because it's just going to be prohibitively expensive. Um, and we've got a ton of picks, but I don't think we've got that much to give away.
1: Yeah, good answers by both of you guys. Um, next question, uh, Matt – Looks like Matt Abounder, which is uh, at Matt underscore Abo 53 This is a fun one. So just give me the name of the list he presents to you. Tell me which ones you would take. Uh, you can have one of these players, he says, in Fantasyland. land: Jeffrey Simmons, Amani Hooker, uh, Taylor Rapp, or Juan Thornhill. Brendan, who are you taking? Simmons. Simmons, Stephen. Um, I would probably take Thornhill,
0: but uh, I agree with something that Brendan's been saying for a while: if Simmons is there
1: at forty nine. I think he's a Brown. Well, then, damn it, Simmons is your answer to that question. Okay. <laughs> this is fantasy, man. And actually, as we did the first round, we, we, we did through the whole spot all the way up to the Browns because we were going to talk through it. This question is sort of a foreshadowing in a sense. Um, last one here for the sake of time. We'll go to both of you guys on this one. Just because it's a name I think is pretty fun. This one comes from Son of Thunder. Nice. At Kirk Gruber, Chase Winovich gets no love, but could you see Dorsey drafting him at 49? This is the type of player that a lot of winning franchises like Pittsburgh would be all over. We seem to never get guys like him. Do you guys think Winovich is a name that's in play at 49? Steven, we'll start with you. Uh, I like Winovich. I don't think him and that
0: position is the right value for us at 49, but I like him as a player. Brennan?
3: Yeah, I like him a lot. I honestly don't even think he'll be there. I think he'll go earlier, but um, if he's there, I'm sure they'll consider him depending on what's on the board. Because um, there's no like there's no guarantee that there's going to be a great corner or a great safety or Simmons, you know, on the board at that point. So if he's the best player by far, it's possible that they take him or maybe they just trade back. But yeah, I think he's in play. Just I agree that the fit and the value is a little weird, but he's a good good player at a valuable position
1: so I think he's yep. he would be play it'd be fascinating if he's there so uh thanks guys obviously for all the questions I don't do that often enough probably for the podcast and all this stuff so we, we do another one of these pre-draft we will certainly take more questions those were a majority of those were fantastic questions and uh, I appreciate those so we will shift gears and we're going to take a look at how the draft is uh, sort of shook out through the first. Forty-eight picks here, so guys, we're going to go through. I'll just say the names as we go. If you want to add anything, just shut me up and, and and give insight. The Cardinals start out with Kyler Murray. Seems to be the consensus here uh, that that Murray is going to be taken. I, I, we haven't heard anything official, but as as we get closer, Murray is the guy at one. Um, you know, Nick Bosa at San Francisco at two, which would just be a home run pick for me uh, in terms of a, of a fit and a need that San Francisco has. Quinn and Williams at three for the Jets. Uh, which is a really good pick for them they need interior defensive linemen greg williams taking over that defense i think that's a pretty good fit then things get interesting i should ask any thoughts on the first three picks guys
3: i think i think the jets are going to trade down i I don't think that they'll stay there and i think it's possible san francisco will talk to teams about trading down too, depending
0: on what a team's willing to give up
1: fascinating steven anything
0: I agree. Um, you know, it's it, but now that doesn't say I don't think Quinn and Williams would be a good pick for the Jets. I think it'd be a oh, slam, a home run for them. But I totally agree with what Brendan just said. I think, especially after they gave up so much last year to give to move up for uh, um, Sam Darnold, that if they can drop down, especially if they can stay in the top ten and gather some of that draft capital back, it makes perfect sense for them.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Now speaking of greed, uh, we're gonna move on to pick four and five, which I think are reaches, but uh Greedy Williams and, and Byron Murphy. Um I I don't I don't see either of those picks happening to you guys. I mean I guess Byron Murphy to Tampa could happen, but I mean That's your guys' thoughts.
3: I, I think it's really interesting just because of like what what we found a pro football focus as far as like positional value and the value of coverage versus pass rush because you know many of the smartest guys that work for the company think that coverage is more valuable than pass rush but Mm -hmm. um just comparing like to last year I would definitely put Denzel Ward above those two guys and Denzel Ward was the highest drafted corner since Charles Woodson in the 90s -hmm. so it's hard to imagine two corners going quite that high but Maybe it's the start of a trend with Ward going so high. But, yeah, I agree that it's probably unlikely that, um, you know, an edge rusher, quarterback,
1: offensive tackle probably goes there. Agreed. Agreed. We'll keep going. Uh, Six, Juwan Taylor. Seven, Josh Allen, the edge. uh, Eight, Rashawn Gary. Nine, Montez Sweat. And ten, Devin White. Any surprises uh, there? I think that there are. uh,
0: The Tampa folks that I follow all seem to think that Devin White is a lock at five. Uh, Now I don't believe that I, or I'm sorry, I don't know if we believe that, but all the Tampa folks I follow are pretty in lock step that if anybody, but Devin white is picked at five, they're going to be surprised. Um, And then you get to, you know, what's Elway going to do with quarterback. I mean, that's anybody's guess, you know, I mean, you've heard for a long time that Locke was basically a lock at 10 if he's there. And now you're hearing all this other stuff. So I, you know, I don't know if anything there is a surprise. Personally, I'm much lower on Rashawn Gary uh than than a lot of other people seem to be, but I don't know if surprise is the right word for that.
1: Yeah, Brendan, Rashawn Gary, Montez Sweat. What do you think of those guys?
3: Yeah, I went through and did a big board earlier with the uh the big board thing on this website. And yeah, I, I'm not high on sweat at all based on what I've seen and the the stats that I've seen. Related to him, and I'm not high on Gary either. Um, I actually didn't even have Gary in my top 50. I know that that's going to sound crazy, but maybe we'll look back in a few years and we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I would not take either of the goes, those guys around the top 10.
1: Fair enough. TJ Hawkinson to the Bengals at 11. A bit of a surprise there going tight end early. Chancer Gardner-Johnson, a guy who was in play for the Browns in some mock drafts all the way down at 49. Is mm-hmm. taking twelve here? Is that in the realm of possibility? I think not. You guys,
3: you never know when yeah, draft I, it. I mean, but but yeah, I agree based on most most mock drafts. But you never know. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: shock. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine, especially to the Packers. I wouldn't imagine, but um, like you said, Brendan, you never know. There's always four to five picks in that day one where we all just sit and go, "What the hell." But, <laughs> yeah. you know, half of them turn out to be, you know, smarter right. than us. So, you know, you know. Some of uh, them work out. I, yeah. yeah, I would I would be very surprised, but I've been surprised before.
1: Okay, keeping going. Dwayne Haskins, 13 to Miami. It's a, I think that's a pretty good fit for him if he lands there. If he slides past Miami at 13 in this scenario, it gets interesting around 15 for him, maybe Washington. Maybe New York at 17, which uh, some interesting picks here. I think Ed Oliver's a great fit in Atlanta. I think Ed Oliver's a great fit in a lot of places. Atlanta makes sense for him. DK Metcalf, that's a good wide receiver for, um, you know, the Redskins at 15. Dillard is a good offensive tackle, obviously graded well. I think he's your pro football focus highest graded tackle, Brendan. Am I right about that or Yeah. Ronald? Yep, so that's yep. a good pick at 16 for Cam Newton. And Patrick Yeah. yes, 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 I meant to mention that. Um, Drew Locke at 17, that's a fascinating pick for the Giants. I wonder if Haskins is off the board and they try to roll the dice, if they would take him. I don't know. Um, There's some things to like about Locke, but there's plenty to dislike too. Uh, again, the, uh, if you guys you throw, throw in anything you want to throw in, shut me up.
3: Yeah, here's something. So where's Rosen going in this scenario?
1: Right. Hmm. Yeah, in this scenario, he's got to go somewhere, which we obviously can't control that. But, I mean, New York makes the most sense, right, guys?
3: Well, didn't New York? I think they took Locke, right? Yeah,
1: no I problem. mean, in in a pre draft scenario, in this situation, mm-hmm. I guess I don't know where he would end up. Maybe he could end up in Washington. That's become sort of a, yeah. a sneaker, a sneaky play uh, yeah. name there, too. So that's, that's interesting. That could be something that happens. Cody Ford, 19. Wilkins is 18 to, to Minnesota. Brian Burns, I would hate for him to end up in pittsburgh i would loathe that pick it would ruin the first round for me oh my god because i think he's really good
3: (laughs) i would be shocked if he fell that far i would would be
1: shocked. i think he's he's gonna go go top Devin bush
3: good i think he's gonna go top five to ten i just like watching him move around at the combine and like the and even you combine it with the way he played i mean he led i think he led the country in pressures too so yeah, yeah.
1: I think you would swap yeah. in this scenario more realistic. I mean, you're talking direct mock drafts, so how realistic always? But like a like swapping Burns for maybe Montez Sweat or Rashawn Gary probably makes a lot more sense for me maybe. in this scenario. Uh, maybe teams don't value it the same way. Or greedy We're Williams easy,
0: easy. easily tough. Yeah,
1: absolutely agree about that. Uh, and greedy Williams, I would absolutely hate Devin Bush going to Baltimore. These two couldn't have worked out worse actually, um, yeah. for, for the division rivals. Um, moving on Jonah Williams Texans need all the offensive line help they can get if Josh Jacobs is taken at 24 I'll be uh, I'll be I'll be really surprised I, I don't expect a running back till round two do you guys see a running back round one
0: no, no. but it's Gruden so again
3: <laughs> might Daniel Jeremiah's clue and he has him at eight yeah and it's a big board. I think it might happen there was three last year and everybody thought there would just be one right this
1: is true very true. Nikhil Harry, or whoop, skipped one. Cleveland Farrell, Clemson, good pick uh, for, for Philly there. More D line help. I think they're getting a little older up front, so that probably makes sense for them. Uh, Nikhil Harry to to Baltimore, or sorry, Indianapolis. That makes plenty of sense for them. Winovich, which we were talking about earlier, right? Another pick to the Raiders, right? It makes some pick. sense. It's a great pick. Tellery to the Chargers. Another good pick. That's a great pick. Yep. Chiefs need cornerback help. DeAndre Baker makes some sense to them there. Noah Fanta, the Packers cool. at 30. Jump in. Do you have something, anybody?
3: I, I like that. I like the fit uh, with Green Bay. I think that's yeah. that's interesting. You move him around the formation, catch passes he's from fun. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's yeah. a versatile weapon. He's really explosive.
1: Linebacker I thought might go round two. Mac Wilson ends up going late round one uh, to to the Rams and then Oh, this is fun, Akeem Butler uh, to the Patriots. <laughs> His value is all over the map, man. I I see. Yep. I don't see what some people see. Some people are in love with the physical traits, and and yeah, I don't see it, but some do. I'm not, I'm not. He's not anywhere near the top of my wide receiver board. Where do you guys have him? I guess he's yeah, not even think, the top player. No, I mean, Harry was picked, right. And Metcalf. So he's wide receiver Metcalf three. Metcalf was
0: track. picked. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. Uh, for me, he's a day two guy. Um, you, as you have said for weeks, uh, Jake, the drops are a concern. They're always a concern, and there's a lot of them. Uh, there's a lot to like about him, um, but yeah, I don't. The Patriots. I mean, they do have a ton of picks this year, so maybe getting a big, you know, crazy weapon for uh, Brady as he. Sp- maybe nears the end i mean god he may play 20 more years at this point but um since they ha- i think they have 13 picks or something like that maybe the patriots could take a shot like that at the end of round 1 yeah
3: i think he's more flashes than substance at this point like people post the same highlights over and over and over all right let's post something besides the play against oklahoma like that was a great play let's post the one something besides the plays against kansas um mm-hmm. i think if you go through like his whole season it's not nearly that many plays like that there's lots of instances of him struggling to separate making contest struggling to make contested catches i think there's a reason that they used him more in the slot i mean there were times where they isolated him but i mean he he had a very distinct role in that offense kind of like a big tight end and i would be very surprised if if new england took him even though they have been terrible at drafting wide receivers over the years
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, they have. So, yes, they um, have. All, all very good points on Butler. Let's keep going. Garrett Bradbury goes to Arizona, makes some sense there. Jonathan Abram, safety, Mississippi State's another Browns target, goes to the Colts. Now you get Blake Cashman a little earlier than I expected to see him, uh, but I think he's a damn good football player, and he will go That's to – my guy. Th- yeah, he is. He's a good football player, Steve. Uh, looks like they're – so they're going to come away with Winovich, Josh Jacobs, Greedy Williams, and Blake Cashman from their first four picks. <laughs> so it's a little – some good, some interesting there for for Oakland. I'm sure fans wouldn't be all too ecstatic about that. AJ Brown to San Francisco. I like AJ Brown. I think getting him and getting uh, Nick Bosa is a pretty good yeah. first two round haul for them. Um, I, I love
3: the Shanahan
0: system. He'll be really good.
3: Yeah, yeah. The thing, the thing that I like about that is just that. Like he can play inside, outside, and Dante Pettis was the same way. And Shanahan loves guys like that because they use so many tight splits, like they do in L.A. with the Rams, like uh, McVeigh likes to do. So, e- like even your outside receivers are sometimes playing like like slot receivers, where they have that two way go. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good to have those guys that have that feel in space with two way goes. And I think Brown and, and Pettis, who they took last year, who I loved, those guys both yeah. very good fits You're for that for
1: offense. Pettis too. Um, yeah, then we get a run on all I – mean, we get Daniel Jones. Uh, people are all over the – I don't like Daniel Jones' game uh, from what I've seen. I can't say I've studied these guys to feel great about making definitive – Yeah, no. – about some of these guys, but –
0: Isn't it fun? <laughs> and then
1: the, and then we get a run on offensive tackles, Rizner, Little, Yanni Kajust. All those guys are going to be early day, uh, day uh-huh. two, round two targets – uh, Tyree Jackson, I think this is probably too realistic for the type of Elway quarterback <laughs> that he would risk. I think this is getting too real. It's like video games. That's too what real. I thought. Yeah, man. I don't oh know where it's God. coming from. They're, so, like, people are trying to That's justify way it. That's way to ju- high. They're trying to justify it with, like, Josh Allen comparisons. And I'm like, he's a worse version of Josh Allen who so many people didn't like. Last. Like, what do we do? What are you doing? Why-
3: <laughs> I, I've been calling him Mac Paxton Lynch for, like, <laughs> Almost a year now. I
1: swear, how I fitting, have. dude. How I've got texts.
3: Oh yeah, and uh, and Reisner, Reisner falling this this far would surprise oh, I me. He was one of the best pass protectors in college football. Yeah. No, it's fine. But I'm sure I don't even know. I mean, either way. But yeah, I he's I one like of the best protectors in fo- college football last year, and mm, I would be actually is. the past few years. Yeah, and I think he, he's a versatile guy too. He can play, you know, multiple spots across the line. So yeah. I'd be very surprised if he went this late.
1: Very much agree. Let's keep going. Uh we have uh Irv Smith going to Detroit, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown going to Green Bay. That's another uh, that's a good pick. Mm. Um
3: Kevin Fant with Rogers. Oof.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm glad they're in the NFC. Uh Wait, Lonnie they, John-
3: Oh, it was not. it was uh Gardner Johnson was their other pick. They did.
1: They did. Yeah. It's not a bad that's not a bad first three haul. It depends on where you value Gardner Johnson. Um Lonnie Johnson, the Kentucky corner. I don't love his film, but the traits are, I guess, there for some people. I, I, That's I'm high not, for I'm, me. Yeah, me too. Lindstrom goes to Washington. That's fine. Rap to um, – looks like uh, the the Panthers, which is also fine to me. And then uh, Caleb McGarry, Washington, off-tackle goes to Miami. Now we're up. Let's talk. Let's talk names on the board here on the right. I have um, – We'll, we'll we'll talk positions first. So this says our team needs cornerback, safety, interior D line, linebacker, OT. I would agree with those first five. You guys agree yeah. with the first five? Yep. Yep. Okay. So let's look first at cornerbacks available. Um, Amani, are you guys good with his last name? Oruwariye. Oruwariye. Fair enough. Much I call him I. Amani
0: from Penn State.
1: Amani from Penn State, yes. Like there you a- go. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> Justin Lane, who we all have sort of found an affinity for. Shout out to Jeff, uh, Jeff Floyd, for starting that, it seemed like, before anybody else did. Um, Mr. Rock from Temple, is it Yasin? Am I saying that right? Yep. Rock Yasin? I think okay. so, yeah. Julian Love, yeah. who my guy, John Colosimo, loved on last night's podcast, led the uh, nation in pass breakups the past few years, I believe, Love him. right? Something like that. Good football Love player, him. Sean Bunting, shooting up draft boards. Another good player who I liked, I wrote about him on Cleveland.com for seven late round prospects. He's not even a late round prospect anymore. He seems to be shooting up into day or sorry, round two, round three area. David Long, another name a lot of people love, the Michigan corner, uh, mm-hmm. also available there. So
3: And but, Mullen. Mullen, Joan Williams. I mean, there's yeah. there's some names. Wow. Because yeah, uh, Mullen, yeah. I think, is in Daniel Jeremiah's top fifty. Yep.
1: Is he? I haven't I haven't yeah. checked it. But yeah, I, I know yeah. a lot of people like his game a lot.
0: I'd be happy if they, if they decided to go corner here. I got to be honest, any, any of the first five, i I'm totally okay with. I like them all. Um, um, who is it? Brugler has bunting. Was it Brugler has bunting in his top 40? Somebody's got bunting in his top 40.
1: It is. Um, it is. I believe it is. it Dane?
0: Yeah. yeah. But any of those guys, uh, literally any of those four I, or five, I would be totally happy with if they decided to go corner at 49.
1: Good yeah. deal. Let's talk safeties. Darnell Savage, who they have ranked as the highest in this group of remaining safeties. Uh, Juan Thornhill, uh, the testing freak, is a great cornerback experience. Uh, safety is available. My guy, Imani Hooker, is still available. Uh, Deontay Thompson, a little too free safety for my liking. Doesn't necessarily fit. Uh, those are probably my three in this list. What do you guys see?
3: I agree. Yeah, Deontay with, Thompson, yeah. is physically limited.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm with it. So those are the three we'll consider there. And then I think we'll just sort of look at interior D-line before we go back to best available. Our guy is there, uh, Jeffrey Simmons. If we if we feel like that is the player that they will take, or we would take the only other name. There are names I like a little later. Kalen's obviously a name that we all like. Renell Ryn's got some numbers. Uh, Draymond Jones, Ohio State player, everybody knows about. We'll cover probably interior D line later, but I think when you're looking safety corner, um, yeah, those are probably the two positions we should consider most. What what do you? I think it comes down to. We'll start with this. Do you want to take Jeffrey Simmons? Do you see him as a – some people see him as a top ten talent. Do you want to take him at, at, at that position uh, with his two red flags, with the injury and the off-the-field ding that happened late and, you know, right before college? Um, or do you want to go corner safety? What do you guys think? Well, let's do this. We'll start with you, Brendan. We'll start with your vote for a player, and uh, and then we'll go to you, Stephen, and we'll just kind of all decide on what we think makes most sense.
3: Um. I like a lot of the corner names still. Um, The safety names, there's less so. I I think one of these corners will be there in the next round. I think that's something to consider. Mm -hmm. There's going to be one of those guys, and we all agree that that's a big need. Um, Simmons is definitely the best talent, in my opinion. Um,
1: It's it's tough to pass
3: on the safeties. Yeah, it's tough to pass on the safeties. But it's the classic need versus talent thing. And uh, and for me, I'm not going to pass on the talent. So I'm going to vote Simmons. And, and I also think that Dorsey, I think Dorsey would do that. So that's another Very thing to fair. consider.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think we all agree that if, and this board, as far as making the podcast interesting, fell about as good as it could, because there's 10 people we can argue about here. It's not like there's only one guy and we all go, yep, that's it. There's n- every- we don't like everybody else. So, but I agree with you, Brendan. And uh, if Simmons is here, I think he's a Brown. Um, I, and I think he's easily a top 10 talent, arguably a top five talent on the field. Um, I probably just to play devil's advocate would go with the, one of the corners, uh, just because I know the D line class further down in round three, four and five has some real hidden gems and studs, uh, mm-hmm. that could play this year. So, and I don't like the corner and safety class at that same range The you know, later in the early day three. Um, so if you were going to pass on Simmons, that would be. My argument for it that I know you can get, you know, a Colin Saunders at 80 or a Dog Bay at 119 or one, you know, or a renal Wren if you like him There's, I know there's different uh, people that uh, opinions on him. Um, some guys that you can get a little bit later. Obviously, they're not Jeffrey Simmons when he's healthy, but they're really, really good players. But I agree with you totally that if this is the board we're looking at, Jeffrey Simmons is a Cleveland Brown.
1: I'm in consensus. If Jeffrey Simmons isn't here, I'm probably taking Lane uh, and feeling pretty good about mm. it. Uh, but if, if if Simmons is there, I think he's the player they pick. And I, I, I get it. Like, the justification is he's – whether you even – I know that the rumor out there was the Browns had 15 first-round grades on players, and that's why they felt comfortable making this trade at pick 17. I have to imagine just watching Jeffrey Simmons' tape that he was one of those 15 players. I just I just really believe that. So, if he's there – Despite the knee injury, I do think they're going to take him. And, um, you know, it's Sheldon Richardson's contract's built in a way that he hasn't out after two years. There are ways in which they can make it all work financially long term, too. So I do think Simmons is the pick. Do we feel okay with that?
3: Yeah. Yeah, can we look? Uh, yeah, Good. I was just going to say, let's look at the safeties really quick, because we didn't talk about the safeties a ton. And that is a huge mm-hmm. need. And I think that the people would probably want us to talk about that really quick just before we make the pick. Because, you know, some people think Savage or Thornhill could sneak into the first round. We all love Hooker. So if we pass on those guys here, we might miss on them in the next round. And Absolutely. Like I, I mentioned when I was talking about um, Simmons that there's a lot of corners still on the board that might end up being there at 81 or maybe even in round four. So
1: I, I'm with it. I, I don't think either of these, these, top four names here make it to us in round three i I just and but now now we're getting to the point where we're saying best player available or do we want to take it and that's where the ultimate challenge comes into this whole thing um i don't know where cleveland will fall on that i don't know how much they trust eric murray in this trade i don't know whether they think they're going to get uh one of trey boston or um you know, Jaleel Adai, uh, the, the other free agent that makes a little bit – or Eric Berry. I don't know where they yeah. stand on those things. Those things can happen after the draft the same way Michael Kendricks happened after the draft. So, yep. um,
3: Or John Cyprian. That's another name. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. it is another name. There are names out there a safety to be had if they don't want to reach for a safety. I hope you guys bucket. didn't
3: mind me saying let's go back to the safeties, but, like, we Dude, just didn't no. t- talk about them a ton. I think that the the audience would probably want to hear a little more about them.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing you gotta, that a lot of people don't realize. You've got to look at, yeah, I like the corners and the safeties here, but who do I, who's likely to be around at 80? Do I like the corners and safeties at 80 better than – that's kind of what I was trying to say about the Simmons pick and the interior defensive line, but I didn't say it in a very elegant fashion. So,
1: no,
3: it's fine. You did a good I job. I rarely do.
1: Hang on a second, guys.
3: It's important to consider it's a depth pick too, but I mean most of these are if right. after you round one
0: realistically and they do i've been the looking to play. they like um uh evan worthington and a couple of these other safeties that are a little further down i'm not saying that you pass on them or they're the same level of, mm-hmm. of guys as a thornhill savage but that may be why they're doing a lot of their due diligence on these day three and udfa safeties
3: yeah i feel like you're okay. gonna be leading conversation in conversation and on day three man
1: yeah. Hell yeah you're yeah. like the area you're like the
3: area scout that's been on the road <laughs> yes, he, is, dude. He's the
1: like, grinder. he does it all in a notepad he never fucking types anything into a computer
3: <laughs> jake and i are the gm and the fucking owner the head coach like we yeah. just know the top guys right and then steven comes in the room on day three and he's like all right guys i got this shit
0: yeah, yeah and, we talking, and you guys thing. are looking to each other going when was the last time he showered why who invited this fucking guy
3: steven call this guy i don't have his number
1: let him know he's getting
3: drafted by us you can introduce him to the press conference too (laughs) just
1: just don't call the guy with the same name from a fucking drafted by a different team Um, they do that too they
3: do that on day three it's crazy
1: okay let's uh let's let's just make it's still recording i'll just cut this all out and let's just let's make our picks again so here i'll I'll kind of reel us back in yeah just tell me just tell me yeah that's true just tell me your pick we won't even explain it for the sake of moving on and i'm okay with you two make your picks, and I'll try to tiebreaker it, and uh, we'll go from there, okay? <clears throat> All right, so uh, we've talked about best player available. We've talked about need. We've talked about which positions have the most depth if we do pass on a position. Um, it's kind of now time to pound the table, and give me your pick. Brendan, who you taking?
0: Jeffrey Simmons.
1: Okay. Steven?
0: Yeah, I, I got to – I got to go with Jeffrey Simmons, even though I really, really like the corners and the safeties that are there. But, yeah, got to go with the top five talent.
1: I'm with it. Simmons is a good player. Uh, he'll fit a need for a long time in an important spot. So, clicking draft on Jeffrey Simmons. Now let me pause this for go. two seconds. Okay, going to take a look at some of uh, Simmons' highlight tape, see what we like about him. Obviously a big guy. I think he's sort of as one of the more athletic profiles for a defensive tackle. He doesn't seem to carry a ton of weight, but he has enough weight when it matters, in my opinion. What do you guys think? Yeah, definitely yeah. good size, six four, around three hundred pounds. Uh oh, we lost Brendan. Yeah. Can you still hear me? I can. All right, guys, taking a look at Jeffrey Simmons. Obviously, a big fellow doesn't carry his, a ton of weight for the defensive tackle position has a more athletic profile effective in the run game can get after the quarterback with speed also can bull rush with power when he needs to moves well just sort of your initial thoughts on the player uh Brendan go ahead
3: yeah he's got prototypical size for the position I think he's around six four um around 300 to 310 pounds if I remember right um Mm -hmm. just really explosive player um he's got a swim move he can bull rush he's just very quick penetrating gaps um very consistently disruptive at the college level. And you see on some of these plays, like chasing plays down from the backside in the run game. Um, there's one where he's just blowing up a play up the middle. Looks like, a yeah, just a zone scheme, just beating the block and then the backfield, making the tackle for a safety. Um, he's just a really dynamic athlete at the position and something that Browns could really use, like in their third down package
1: this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stephen?
0: Uh, first of all, if you can't hear the mumble rap, are we really watching a highlight tape? I mean, that's, (laughs) that's the first thing. Um, but no, I agree with everything that, that Brendan just said. I mean, if you watch, you watch this guy for 30 seconds and you can see he's just a beast. He's just, he, it it reminds me similarly, like, uh, uh, at the combine last year, everybody was going on and on about Saquon's combine and they should have. But Nick Chubb was like half a step behind him. I mean, if if Saquon hadn't been there, we'd all been going on and on about Nick Chubb's uh, combine. And I think it's the same thing when you go uh, same stylistically, the same thing when you talk about Quinnen Williams' year and Jeffrey Simmons' year. Quinnen Williams is amazing. Just, just I think he's the best player in the class, to be honest. But Jeff Simmons is ninety eight point percent of that. I mean, he's right behind him. So if it comes to a situation that You know They're okay with the the off-field stuff and the the medical stuff comes out. The doctors think he's going to get back to being himself. If you can get a guy like that at 49, that is just absolute thievery because he's a game wrecker. He's an absolute gamer, and he seems to just love the game too, which would fit right in with the personality of this roster.
1: Yeah, and I I think it's ideal in this situation to not have to trade up for him. Uh, If he falls to your lap in 49, you you make this move, uh, and you feel good about it because you didn't lose any of your eight picks to do it. And, um, you know, if it involves trading up, I, I, I can't get behind trading up in this situation. But if he's there, it's certainly possible they take him. And in this situation, we got a really good football player. So let's move on to uh, our pick in round three. Um, okay, so we're going to jump back in after our Simmons pick. We'll just kind of go through here. Jenkins, Mississippi State, Ontario lineman taking a 50. That's a good pick. Uh, LJ Collier, you guys aren't as high on. TCU product uh, goes 51. That seems like a reach, right?
0: Yeah, i think so i yeah, yeah. go ahead bren yeah just, he's
3: definitely a power rusher and and you know some people like those types of guys some people don't i it's not really my type so i have a tougher time with them
0: i like him i just don't like the value i think it's i think it's early for him that's that's my whole thing
1: i'm with it kelvin Harmon goes to pittsburgh uh, interesting replacement yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about that at all.
3: Um, I just don't think he's a dynamic threat at all and not the typical Steelers wide receiver. Like, I would be much more – I would much more expect them to take someone like Emmanuel Hall like a yeah. round later. That yeah. just seems much more like their type, just explosive dudes that they can develop. Harmon brings next to nothing after the catch, and he struggles to separate in my opinion.
1: Yep. I, I'm with you. Uh, Darnell Savage, so now we get a run on some of the safeties we were interested in. Juan Thornhill and Darnell Savage come off the board here in round two. Um, and two corners we were interested in as well. Imani, Mr. Imani Penn State, not going to try that one again. And Rocky Singh both come off the board. Um, as we expected, Julian Love comes off the board to uh, Indy. Indy's having another good draft. Uh, David Edwards, Wisconsin, uh, uh, tackle goes to Philly. Uh, looks like the Cowboys take an interior presence. Dexter Lawrence. Opinions are all over the board. Paris Campbell, Ohio State wide receiver, goes to Chargers. Miles Sanders to Penn State. Or sorry, from Penn State to the Chiefs. Have a tough time seeing that, but maybe they love him. Justin Lane to the Saints. God damn it, the Saints draft so well. <laughs> um, yeah. Then. A couple late-round picks there. Charles Aminihu who some of us have uh, talked about, is Love that guy. A, player, a player that is a really good fit. What do, you, what do you
3: like about him so much, Steven? I'm just wondering. The,
0: the versatility. He can play. If you watch his tape, they moved him all over the line, and he gets home from all over the line. Um, I don't think you can you know, stick him out wide 100% of the time because I don't think he's got that kind of gas over the long haul, but he's a guy that gives you the flexibility – to disguise your fronts because he can he can go all the way from three and then if you want to sometimes he can get as far out as wide nine if you want and he can he can get there um and again his personality he's he's just a he's i mean i've never been in the same room with the young man but he's very competitive and he seems like a guy that everybody likes to play with okay
3: yeah i just wondered because uh his profile just seemed to me like someone that might be a tough projection as far as rushing the passer, and that was all I wondered.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I've seen uh, debates on is he a um, is he a, a three tech or is he a um, you know an edge and, and what is he? And I think there's some guys where like here, oh, here, here's a good example we were talking about before with Gary with Rashawn Gary that they have that same debate and it's because he didn't really produce at any of those spots mm-hmm. with. O'Menahu, it seems to me like the debate is he's produced at all of them. So which one do you stick him at? And that's a good debate in my yeah, rather than yeah. the one with Gary. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. That's okay. good stuff. Yeah.
1: <sighs> good stuff, guys. Debo Samuel goes to the Cardinals. I think that's a good pick given their oh, yeah. situation. Like, Deontay Thompson Debo. goes to Pittsburgh. I'd be happy with them taking him in that situation. I can see Hooker. them taking
3: him, though. That's the I type know. of free safety that they like.
1: I do, too. Um, Amani Hooker goes to San Francisco. San Francisco now has Nick Bosa, A.J. Brown, and Amani Hooker. D-d-d-d- John Lynch can pull pretty that good. off, man. That's a pretty good draft. Sean Bunting, our, our corner that we were interested in, goes to the Jets at 68. Sternberger a tight end people like to the Jags. Jalen Ferguson, Mr. Sack, but didn't test well. The profile is kind of weird. Goes to the Bucks at 70. Uh, looks like Draymond Jones ends up in Denver. Drew Tranquil, uh, the kid from Notre Dame, who's got a really fun athletic profile, could even be a box safety. He's so athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was. Sort of adjust him. Yeah, he's uh, I like he's, him. Going, he's going to Cincinnati. Yep, me too. Renell Ren goes to New England. Kalen Saunders goes to buffalo now this is interesting because these were two of the guys that if we would have passed on simmons i would have been very interested in so we wouldn't even have had a crack at those guys anyway right. well
0: if we get to 70 and assuming they like saunders the way we like saunders had it gone down the way you just said if we get to 70 and they want saunders i'm i'm moving up ahead of buffalo i'm i'm making this move for a guy like colin saunders from 80 to 70 72 something like that
1: very possible i think he's that good uh, Michael Deiter goes to uh, Green Bay. They improve a tackle. Christian Miller, Alabama edge goes Washington. A guy who's been hotly debated is blowing. Is one of the guys to blow. That process goes round three. I, Brendan and I have had this conversation, Stephen. Yeah. I haven't really had it with you. Like, I get that he's had the injury and the really poor handling of interviews. But, like, the, athlete, the tape is phenomenal. And this round three value, like, if he were there – Round three, I would consider him. Like, I really would consider him because, like, there's some things that I really think you can't teach that he does really effectively. And I get it, like, the injury, the way he handled the injury, the weight he seems to have put on a little bit of weight between now and the combine. Like, I get the red flags, but I would at least have a conversation about him there. I don't know where you guys stand.
3: Oh, I'm I'm with you 100. I I think he's better football player than the guys that went at eight and nine in this. I think he's better player than Sweat. I think he's better player than Gary.
0: That's fun. Yeah.
3: yeah what do you think I, I would be all about that in round three.
0: I think uh, John Dorsey would definitely consider it uh, the The thing that would scare me about it is even before this horrendous draft process that he's had, a guy uh, Lance Zierlein, who's a guy that I, I respect in the draft world, had said that he was already off some team's boards mm. uh, for things that you know guys like us will never know, and the most frightening thing that has come out of this was when he said, "I've never watched tape of myself." That yeah, scares the bejeezus beijing- yeah, out of me. Hmm. Um, it, so, but I. Agree it also seems a little bit like there.
1: Like I, th- I feel like that's not real though. Like he, he, they're they're gonna watch tape. Like defensive end coaches that's or D coaches right? are gonna bring him in to watch. Like they're I think he phrased it wrong. Like I think that all kind of came out weird from him because it's physically impossible for a guy to play football at the high school level and college level and not watch himself on film because the coach is literally gonna put a laser pointer on him and say what the hell did you do here? Or that's a fantastic rep. Like that shit happens every day. I just, I don't know that seems. Right. I know I get it. That right. seems like a weird statement. Like it just doesn't seem plausible to me. So, um, Zach Allen goes to Boston or sorry to, I to Miami. Agree I agree with you. I, I think it's, it,
0: it was more like, uh, it probably was more like, um, I don't know. I don't know how to phrase it. Not like not like I don't pay attention when we watch film, but something like like he's never really taken it seriously, yes, which that probably makes me, more sense. You know? Yeah,
1: that makes more sense. I'm with you. Um David Montgomery is a good pick. I like him. The Atlanta needs a running back. Um good football player goes good to, to Atlanta. Back. Now we're up. Um yeah, I could see that one too. So, let's look past wide receiver here. Which are some of the top names of aboard man? Brendan and <laughs> oh, I man. love JJRC oh, the right yeah. side. If they didn't trade for Odell, that's a Bella was too. Bad. Isabel, yeah. There.
0: It's <laughs> funny because we spent like six months thinking we were going to draft two or maybe three wide receivers, and we all studied the wide receiver class so hard. And now mm-hmm. you got to talk yourself into taking one in the sixth round, you know. So it's it's yeah. a shame because like you guys, I like a lot of these guys. That I, are here. I, They'd be yeah, I value, but now I like the one good. that
1: we got from LSU. I feel pretty good about him.
3: Yeah, that one in round one. <laughs> I, I do. I like that pick. I will be I, watching I this. highlights we of that yeah
1: i said i like the one we got in round one from lsu <laughs> no yeah
0: i don't i don't know who you're talking about i don't um... oh
1: yeah the, the landry guy we'll, we'll, we'll move on from oh here. okay pete's favorite yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's oh look at corner God. man let's talk about we got some i think there are two guys here at corner that we could be very interested in love yeah. um, david long even even yeah. maybe a couple more um david long to me is like uh i feel really good about that pick i don't know yes. what you guys think
3: I really Absolutely. like the idea of bringing him in, having him compete with Terrence Mitchell and TJ Carey opposite Denzel Ward. Cause uh, like I've been saying it on Twitter. I haven't really like tweeted it, but I've been replying to people saying it. Like I don't think those guys should just be handed jobs. Like I get that they played some good ball last year at times, but they were both up and down and you just shouldn't hand them anything. Just have them compete with a young guy. I think they should even sign a corner too. So I I'm very interested in those two corners.
1: I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's look at safety. Um, mm, not it's not really thin. the
3: value.
1: It's, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't match the value there. So I have my eye on Will Harris if we get to uh, round four, um, but I'm not going to reach for Will Harris here. I mean, I don't know. Do you guys – are you in love with anybody else on this board?
0: No, I've seen – uh, there's a couple of boards out there and a couple of people that are much higher than this on Marquise Blair. Um, but I'm with you. I, I think this is just about right. There's some guys I like, I like Ugo, uh, like a goodness. bit. Um, and then I, you know, I can't see a little, who's a little further down, but I know we've looked at, uh, yeah, there he is. Evan Worthington. Uh, we've met with him a couple of times. So that may be a sneak, maybe not here, but at 119, that might be a sneaky pick, but I'm with you. I don't see the value no. with this particular board at 80. Okay.
3: They have so, let's... It's so low. Oh my God. Yeah. He's like 290. Well, yeah, uh, I know. That's an explosive hitter. Holy yeah. moly.
1: Yeah, he is. He you someone. We've
0: seen right, right above him there. Kari Willis is getting some day two run here lately.
1: I wrote about Kari Willis in the uh, in that piece in cleveland.com last week. He actually has a fun profile, too. Yeah. I'm fine with holding off on safety. I think we yeah. can get a good one the next pick. I think uh, Gant's
3: someone to keep in. We should consider on day three at some point. Yeah. Ab, special abs- team value and depth safety because, I mean, they only have two – Two for sure safeties on the roster right now, I think. Guys right. are going to make a team. So they need two or three more.
1: Very much agree. Otherwise, on their big board here, I don't see anybody. We're not looking at a tight end yet mm-hmm. at all. Um, we we consider who's a tackle. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's look at tackle. Good call.
0: See, I, I'm much higher on Titus Howard than they are. They have him 130. This would be – I in my opinion – I think 80 is pretty damn good value for Titus Howard. I don't know where. I like Chuma a fall. lot
1: too, man. I I, I, I really do. like his profile, so
0: man. I would like to target him in round four. Yeah, 80. and then a little further down, uh, Udo, you know, is a great developmental guy. I Oh, um, Sharping. Oh, Sharping.
3: That's a great day three value, I think. Sharping. So,
1: okay, I think we all feel good about David Long here and then looking at some pretty fun guys in the later round. Safety.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm in on Long. Safety
1: and offensive tackle, yeah. Long good consensus? Yep yep okay good let's draft him so while that happens let's take a look at what he brings to the table okay so we don't have a highlight tape or save long but we got him against michigan state just sort of talk me through you guys really like his game what you like about his game specifically
3: i don't see it yet it's not i don't see it
1: son of a bitch didn't share it (laughs) um all right are we can you guys see it now yeah okay Okay, so we're looking at our round three pick, David Long. We don't have a highlight tape per se, but we do have uh, sort of a a clip-by-clip look of him against Michigan State. So just as we watch through the arrow, we'll point him out on each play. What you guys like about him as a player? I know you were both very high on his game.
0: Go ahead, Brennan. Yeah, so
3: um, as you can see here, press man coverage. um, He does get beat on that play. But typically he's he's a good cover corner. Um, He has good instincts shows the ability to make plays on the football. Uh what do you think, Steven?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. He he seems to be uh always around the ball. He's got his hands in the right place. You know, he's constantly he's feisty at the at the catch point. Uh his athletic profile obviously is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Um and I think in the way the game is trending with more four and five wides and you need you need those guys uh that can run from sideline to sideline and never That's get out problem. of breath. Um, I think he fits, and, and with our our current cornerback um, room, I think he fits because we need somebody that uh, you know he's probably going to play inside most of the time. I think, um, but you can stick him out on somebody in a certain package if you want to. Um, That's a good rep right there. By the seems way, seems smart. Yep. Okay. Seems smart. Understands the game. Looks like a film rat to me. Um, mm-hmm. Just a just good value here is what I think.
3: Yeah that ability to play inside is really huge for the Browns because I think right now on paper the only guy that really you're comfortable with as a full-time corner is TJ Carey and he definitely needs to be challenged for that position. Um, You definitely don't want to go into a season with only one guy that you're really comfortable as playing inside all the time because we know that Ward is going to typically be outside although he will shadow some receivers so they definitely need to draft whatever corner they bring in needs to have inside outside versatility so that's that's a reason that I think this is a good pick.
1: Yeah, he certainly looks comfortable playing press man. Turn and run is really fluid, as you can see here. I mean, there's a lot to like, man. Foot speed's good. He's got good enough size to match up with bigger wide receivers. And, uh, yeah, you need a solid corner to put in this cornerback room, a good young player to build with. And I think it's a home run pick in round two, given the uh, the guy we were able to take in round one as a first-round quality player. So, uh, good pick. I think we'll we'll enjoy his time here in Cleveland.
0: Yep. All right, Corey Ballantyne.
1: All righty, jumping back in, 81, Dennis Daly to uh, Minnesota as they keep bolstering the old line Terry McLaurin, Ohio State guy who has shot up boards, uh, goes to Marcus Mariota in uh, Tennessee.
3: Interesting. That's really early. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. All along I thought he'd be more of a day three guy, but I know he had a great senior bowl, and, and he will have a huge impact on special teams early, which is important for a fourth or fifth receiver.
1: I, I'm very much in agreement there. Two guys that I think, again, Pittsburgh and Baltimore draft well. Mullen goes there, the corner, and then Emmanuel Hall gives Lamar Jackson some help at wide receiver, a really fast mm. football player who can help him, help them, help their situation at wide receiver, which is, for the most point, relatively bleak. Um, going through Isabella ends up in Detroit. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. It might be a, might be a, a good. Yeah, That's Tristan really Hill, early really for liked. Tristan
0: Hill, I think.
1: Yeah, I, he's got some tape I like, but I agree. I didn't think he was a top 100 player. God dang it, the Jets get J.J. Arcega-White. So that Sam Darnold will love him, mm. man. That is yeah. for sure. I do like Vashawn Joseph's tape, linebacker. If we're looking at linebackers, he's he's got a really fun profile to play Will Backer. Um, really, really fluid in coverage. I like him. He's a really good pick for Kansas City right there. Any other names? Kale Waring is in the is is it Kahale? I think it's Kahale, right? I could be saying that wrong. Right. Sure. Um, there's an extra A in there. I don't. He he bought him. I now. like Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox also a good tight end good pick thing. there.
3: I think he was underutilized in college. I think he'll probably be a better pro than, or a more productive pro, I should say, than college player. I think
0: Mississippi should have just change their mascot to the underutilized. I mean, all of their receivers. You know, I mean. <laughs> Every one of them lacks a, a, a production profile because they didn't have anybody to throw them the ball. So. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Adoga goes to our USC mm. offensive tackle we like, goes That's to the Jags. Very disappointing. disappointing. Ravens bolster the edge. Max Crosby, he's a debated player. Um, some people really like him. Some people mm-hmm. don't. The Jets get Darrell Henderson as a backup for Le'Veon Bell. That guy's got a fun profile. Memphis running back. Josh Oliver, a tight end I like, goes to Oakland. Joe Giles-Harris goes to Tampa, another guy I liked. Anybody you guys like, shout him out as we kind of try to speed Riley up.
3: Riley Ridley, that's interesting. I mean, this is about where I think he belongs, round four. I know people have talked about him as a round two, round three guy. But with that lack of production, I think it's tough to take that, that guy on day two. But day, day three, it's pretty good value. I, he's a very good route runner. He's a pretty average athlete. But, but I like that value for Jacksonville. And they definitely need to revamp their wide receiver uh, group.
1: Agreed. McCole Hardman, speedster from Georgia, gives Josh Allen another very small target to add to all of his other very small targets. Um, Good thing he doesn't miss high. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a thing for him at all. Uh, Jermaine Pratt, Green Bay keeps up a pretty interesting draft. I, I don't mind Daniel Wise or Jermaine Pratt, those guys going there. You Wise know, has a really good get-off on the football, and then Jamaica. I Perkins.
0: like Daniel Wise a lot, yeah.
1: Yeah, me too. Okay, so we're up 119. Uh, wow. We will look at the big board first. Um, top guy of need is Jaquan Johnson, safety from Miami, and a bunch of wide receivers and running backs on the list, which I don't feel ready to take any of those guys yet. Uh, <laughs> Blair is there, Utah Ooh. product. Um, going down the board. Uh, Maddie from Oregon is available. Anthony Nelson, the Iowa edge is available. Will Harris is available. Let's look at positions now, specifically offensive tackle. Bobby Evans could
3: be decent value here.
1: Bobby Evans is available. What do you think of
3: him? Do you think he'll stay a tackle,
0: or do you think he'll have to move inside? I I hate getting in those debates because I don't consider myself wise enough in the the intricacies of offensive line play. Um, But if they think he's a tackle – then I think it's good value to get him here at 119 because I really like his tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So he's up there for us. Um, we'll look at, we already take, taking the corner. I like Let's sharping a
3: lot, but that's, he's just seems based on this, that he's going to be here later. But I guess we said that about the USC tackle too. So we can't right. really play that game.
1: We can, if he's the guy we really like, which I really like him too. He's an interesting person to. Mm-hmm. to oh, Trey care.
3: Watson. People love him.
1: I really like Trey Watson. I was just going to mention him. Also, um, I don't like David Long. Linebacker is certainly a position they need to bring somebody in. Uh,
0: those are two guys that I really, really like there. I've been banging the Trey Watson drum for a long time, and, and David like, Long, man, he plays like his hair's on fire. I really like he, him.
1: He does. I think that if we're looking at safety, I still think we have some picks in round five. Uh, I think that we can get somebody there we still like still Mike Edwards is available Worthington's available um Kari Willis still available Malik still available I'm going to pass on safety here personally uh I'm looking at linebacker I feel really good about Trey Watson and then I feel really good about in the next few picks getting a, a solid offensive tackle project for James Campen, and then also getting like I said a uh a safety at some point later as well
3: I feel good about that yeah I think um I think as we get further into this, I think looking for a fifth receiver that can contribute on special teams is important. Nobody in the group right now is really that guy, I think, um, at least of the top four guys, obviously. So I think the Browns really need to look for that guy later on in the
0: draft. So it's something to consider.
1: We feel good about Watson, Stephen? You good on him? You like him?
0: I, I Based on this board, we could cheat because where he's ranked, he's almost – certainly going to be there in the fifth round but I would be okay taking him in a vacuum at 119 Um, but you could look I mean if you wanted to play that game you know just because it's a simulator you could uh, you could cheat a little bit because he's ranked 177 so he's going to be there in the in the fifth round picks Um, but if you were asking me would I take him here yes I would
3: I know it's not a need but I just have to mention that I think Will Greer is a lot better than this just personally, what, just where do
1: they what have think. him at?
3: He's still there. He's still on the board 24. at this point. I just, I, think, I, I
1: can't see a world he's there. I just, I, I think,
3: um, I think out of the quarterbacks after the top two, I think that he has the best chance to turn into a long-term starter. That's
1: just two guys just we like: point. Will Greer and Brett Ripien. Right?
0: Or is yeah. It- yeah, I think uh, I know. There's been a lot of Browns Twitter talk about uh, Gardner Minshew. Personally, mm-hmm. Jake, I know you agree with me. Uh, if they're going to put a backup, I would ra- much rather go with a veteran backup. But if you're yeah. going to talk about putting another, uh, you know, mid to late day three quarterback behind him, I would much prefer Rippon uh, over Minshew. And that's, again, as I've yeah. said many times during this process, I haven't looked a ton at these quarterbacks and it's been great. But from what <laughs> I have looked at, Rippon is a much better like fit it. in my opinion. Yep. He's um, ballsy he?
3: and he's accurate. I'll take that and work with that any day. Yep,
1: agreed. So are we good on uh, Watson here then? Yep. All right, let's draft him. And, uh, while we do that, let's take a look at what he brings to the table. So let's take a look at what. Uh, let's take a look at what Trey Watson brings to the table. Some slow mo action, some leadership going on. Carrying if flag. Okay, here we go. Ooh, he carries the yeah. flag. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Sorry, throwing in the mumble rap. There's
3: a coming sack. off
1: the edge here. Right? Yep. Plays with. Speed. I, I mean, I just like how fast, fast he plays. Wow. That's good. Reed react on a little screen action here.
0: Very smart. If you watch a lot of his cutups, you can see he's rarely out of position too. He knows Mm -hmm. what's going on in front of him. He's obviously studies tape because he seems to anticipate quite a bit. Um, Obviously his athletic profile is good. He's fast. Um, And dude loves to play football.
3: That's a great job of reading the quarterback's eyes and working back to the back to the crosser and picking that ball off for a pick six. Agreed. And then the play before that. It really I have no sick.
0: idea how he can get a combine invite.
1: But... Yeah, me either. Wow. Yeah. Has Maryland had their pro day yet? Yes. How'd he do? I didn't Good. see those numbers.
0: Not like elite or anything, but solid numbers all around.
1: Good.
3: Yeah, I mean, it I, looks I, like I've... instincts are top notch, so that's going to make him play a little faster than he runs. Right.
0: I think he's I think his 40 was in the four mid four sixes, which for a linebacker is perfectly oh. acceptable. Yeah. I
1: like it. A little more coverage action here. This kind of reminds
3: there. me of I mean the roles are completely different, but this reminds me a little bit of young Kirksey. I know like mm-hmm. like recent mm-hmm. years, as Jake and I have talked about a lot, like Kirksey's really dropped off the past two years, but early on I think he played like this hair on fire, great instincts and in coverage. Very explosive, like, making plays um, in the backfield on, like, taking down screens and stuff like that. That's really like, impressive, taking on that block. That that's cut a great block job. is
1: what I was going to say. Taking on his He's stuff.
3: not afraid. Yeah. yeah. Staying on his feet. That's great.
1: Oh, nice fill.
3: Wow. Really nice fill. He didn't give up any yards there either. Nope. Just stuck him, got him on the him ground.
0: And, uh, and Blake Cashman were the two guys that started out nowhere uh, at the early part of this uh, draft process that both jumped off the screen at me. And I was like, how are these guys not getting any run? <laughs> um, and Cashman finally got his. And it seems like in the last couple of days, Trey Watson's starting to get a little bit of run, which I, I good for him. Good mm-hmm. for the young man.
3: See, a lot of linebackers or just defensive players in general get dragged there. It might be a touchdown. So that was really impressive. He just got him on the on the ground immediately. Mm-hmm. It really I like he
1: has a really good feel for reading quarterbacks as they try to find escape routes which i think is an mm-hmm. underrated skill This feeling for quarterbacks as they put their eyes down where they're going to move you know this looks like a design draw but nonetheless I, I've, I noticed in another clip too you have to have that sort of natural feel for how a quarterback wants to escape the pocket and
0: in a division with lamar jackson it's even more important
1: absolutely yep. all right good stuff let's jump back in the draft
3: mention like every dude because I don't even I honestly don't even know all all of them neither do I
1: okay so rolling on Will Greer finally goes off the board Tennessee is an interesting spot if he goes to Tennessee in some vicinity because the pressure is on Marcus Mariota to figure it out Um, and he's gonna you know he could be a guy who pushes him um, looks like Pittsburgh took David Long away from us uh, in some capacity. Just kidding. We are actually having this talk about we could have drafted two David Longs. <laughs> confusion could have happened from that. <laughs> um, Anthony Nelson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We we'll haven't played each go other. Go get
0: the papers. Get the papers.
1: Get the papers. Um, Anthony Nelson, the edge, I think, has good value. Seahawks, uh, right there. Looks like Marquise Blair, the safety, we had some interest in, goes to Dallas. Justice Hill is a fantastic athletic profile. Um, A good pick for Philly who needs a running back. Good fit there. Uh, Stidham to Mm, Patriots is very interesting. Mm. Uh, Miles Boykin who has that better athletic profile overall, the Notre Dame prospect, uh, has a better profile than – help me out. I'm drawing a blank.
0: D.K.
3: Metcalf.
1: D.K. Metcalf, thanks, guys. Basically everybody,
3: honestly, he has has a better athletic profile than all the receivers, I would say.
1: Watching Absolutely. him and
0: Claypool um, who didn't come out this year, I've, I've said for a couple of years now, they're going to be better on Sundays because they're going to be better utilized. You could, you could just see it as a Notre Dame fan, watching them every week. I'm like, man, we need to get these guys to ball more. Mm-hmm. And they just never did, you know, partially because we had quarterbacks that couldn't get it to him. But, you know, I think he's, if he gets, especially if he gets drafted in this range, he's going to be great value for wherever he goes.
1: Agreed. looks like, The Raiders get a quarterback here in the fifth round. Jordan Tiamu, no thank you. Joe Jackson's an interesting edge, Miami kid. Oh, yeah. Um, It's a good value for them. Bobby
3: Evans for the Steelers. I mean, we mentioned him.
1: The Steelers keep drafting the guys we talk about. So, now we have, have what, three picks here in round five? So, let's make the most of these. Um, As far as the big board goes. um, Lots of running backs. Lots of running backs, lots of wide receivers. (laughs) Stanley Morgan's a guy I like a lot. will Harris is here I would love to take will Harris because I think he can fill the role that they want him to take uh, at least want him to play very physical uh, can can run well too when I was watching uh, Cheevers Ham Cheevers I was more impressed with will Harris than I was with Cheevers so um, I'm I mean as, as I'm looking at it right now he's on the top of my list uh, just because can I cover well enough not fantastic um, but I think he can be respectable and I think more respectable long term than eric murray and a really good job put i think he can do a good job pushing him and possibly being a week one starter just because i think he loves to play physical he can sort of roll down and play that hash cover three system stuff uh that that um steve wilkes likes to do so i here he makes sense for me offensive tackles are boy
0: i really like
1: yep yeah. and, and max is there too wow um so that's a position we could we could very much consider.
0: Yeah. I, I have an, a
3: late round edge that I'm really interested in, and I just I think we should br- I should bring him up now that we're in round five. But Ronheen Bingham, he was one of our most productive pass rushers at PFF, most one of the most explosive guys. Uh, I forget actually what college he went to. It might have been Arkansas State, I believe. If he's not on here, that's disappointing. But he is. Extremely explosive edge rusher.
0: Dang, huh. there's some interesting guys. Malik Reed. Uh, have you looked at Malik Reed out of Nevada? Because he's another uh, day three edge guy that uh, that is really interesting.
1: No, they don't seem to have him. Have
0: wow. There. Yeah, he
3: he definitely belongs on there. He's he should get drafted. I think he he had an injury and he ended up uh, missing the combine. I believe or he might spell he his last name, name. B I N G H A M. Yeah. That's all right. He he is definitely someone that teams that are looking for a pass rusher late or undrafted free agency, they should absolutely be looking at him. He was just a terror off the edge.
1: Okay. Yeah, I like it. Keep that name in mind, guys. Um, we won't be able to draft him today, but that'll be somebody that, that, like Brendan said, is somebody that round round five here that they'll be at least interested yeah. can in. Can I mean, we look they at got... the tight ends? Of course. If I can find him. Um, Foster Moreau, man. Foster Moreau.
0: Yep. I like him.
1: Oh, I like him too. I don't maybe like him here so much, but I do want mm. him eventually. Yeah, him yeah. and
0: sample both. And I know that Wesco has some fans. Uh I like I like Moreau and Sample, but it looks like we can at least wait until the later fifth round picks to grab those guys based on their value here. So
1: I would yeah, I would like to my ideal situation is we went Will Harris, grabbed our tackle at one fifty-five, and then used our third our next fifth round pick on either Foster Moreau or somebody maybe a wide receiver or running back we're in love with. Uh, in those situations fair enough
0: yeah that sounds good yeah i'm in
1: all right we're gonna grab will harris um
0: we should mention evan i mean we're gonna take go ahead and take him but we should mention evan worthington is a few uh, uh notches down on the safety rankings and the browns have met with him multiple times so it's it's somebody to at least look into if you're a browns fan because they're obviously at least somewhat interested
1: yeah, I'm with that, too. I think they're going to be interested in a lot of those. Saf- Maybe they might end up taking a safety some people have never heard of, so um, mm-hmm. or at least few have heard of, such as our right. traveling uh, day three guru here, Stephen. Um, Chris Johnson
0: from North Alabama is a guy that I really see. like, and he's probably going to be UDFA. but he's, he, There's very little tape on him, but you guys are such great tape guys. If you can go out and find it, I know you're going to like him. He's vicious.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm with it. Let's check out Will Harris real quick, and then we'll jump back in and get our next pick taking a look at will harris some of his uh highlight tape that you can find on youtube guys impact special teams player i think that's going to be an important that's, part of his role here
3: that's what i was going to ask because fifth round safety this guy has to play special teams and and we need standouts on special teams
1: yep i agree absolutely plays well in space i think is underrated in space fights blocks well um <laughs> you know, and he's pretty, he's relatively fast for the position, too. I've, I haven't really noticed many situations where speed causes him issues. Um, not going to be a, a guy that, unless you're studying draft prospects and a ton of people are going to know about, but I just, when I watched him, um, I have just noticed a guy who reads and reacts well, can come up, make hits, and play the hash and cover three, and I just sort of like the physicality and, you know, just some of the natural tools that he brings. It's all projection at this Ooh. point in this position, but um plays fast man and plays physical is never really I, I don't see him get squared up blocked and eliminated from play very often so we'll keep scrolling through here let you guys give your thoughts as you watch and maybe you haven't seen much of him yet
0: yeah uh-huh. I, I agree with everything you just said and 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 you also I mean obviously you scout the player not the helmet but when a guy that comes out of Boston College generally you know he's going to be tough you know he's going to be physical and you know he's going to be in the right place most of the time because that's. What they asked their guys to do and he certainly has all that in spades as well
3: yeah what is he listed at
1: oh uh, give me just a second let me look it up i know he looks
3: he's... like a really long tall yeah. athlete
1: i thought he compared well to thornhill size wise mm-hmm. okay so i missed uh... the mumble rep <laughs> yeah we can, can we tell can
0: that's that. why you do the mocks and that's why you're <laughs> Well, you know, I'm the target market, obviously.
1: Yeah. Let me pause this. So, Brendan, it looks like Will Harris comes in 6'2", 210, so relatively good size um, for the position. And um, like I was trying to to point out earlier, he comes in a little similar to – Want Thornhill, just in terms of sheer size, Thornhill's a much, much better athlete. But Harris can make some of those read-react plays, and I really think he'll be good for the Browns in this defense. At least give Eric Murray a real run for his money uh, to day one be your starter against whoever they open up with, hopefully in prime time, and then we'll go from there. But let's jump back in. Look, there haven't been many picks since we uh, selected, selected our selection, so let's try to
0: – Actually, it doesn't look like we did it.
1: Okay, so Will Harris we took, then Terry Beckner came off, Mark Fields. Antoine Wesley, the Texas Tech kid, goes to Cincinnati.
3: Sutton Smith is interesting. I think he, he's going to have to make a, a transition at the next level. He was an edge, really yeah, yeah. productive edge rusher, but I actually think he's going to have to make the switch kind of like Showbert did from year one to year two. He's going to have to move to
0: inside linebacker at the next level. I think so. Agreed. That Alex Barr's pick is interesting. I, uh, that's a draft and stash probably because he's coming off a knee. But, uh, again, being a Notre Dame guy, before the injury, he was playing like a top 100 guy. So that would be a real nice pick for the Packers there. Mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. Um, let's jump into our pick. We're, we're 155, still in the fifth round. We talked about offensive tackles we really liked here. Udo's still on the board. Um, Sharping. Max, Schra- Max Sharping's still on the board. Uh da, da, da. let's see what the big board says in terms of just yeah. here. Rodney Anderson, Oklahoma kid, a lot of injuries, but a good football player. Uh da, 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 da. fun. Um
3: I do like Preston Williams a lot, but then he tested poorly and the off field is really questionable. He seems like a guy that Dorsey might bring in as an undrafted free agent.
1: Very much agree. Absolutely
0: um, agree. I like Corey Ballantyne a ton. Ooh.
1: Man, I really do, too. It wouldn't be bad to double up on no, corner. No, it
3: wouldn't I be would, bad at all. I would love look for the, them to the double up on corner. Look look at the group now. It's it's just Long
0: and then the other three guys. I mean, other than that, it's a lot of no names. From, from here on down, I like Corey Ballantyne. I like Jimmy Moreland. He's not on this first screen here, but Xavier Crawford, I think, is being really underrated. Uh, that Sean Bunting's running mate, uh, they've still got him listed at Oregon State for some reason. He, he transferred to Central Michigan. And Jordan Miller is a guy who uh, played really well uh, like a year and a half ago, uh, uh, broke his ankle and came back this year, looked like he was working back from an injury. And obviously Byron Murphy stole all the headlines, but he's got a profile and a skill set that if you can get him at, you know, I mean, right now he's in UDFA territory.
1: We lost
0: him Just you get here on out
1: okay i like it i like it do we where do we where do we sit then do we want do we want to double up corner and come back to offensive um, tackle
3: what about the tight ends again
1: tight ends were probably no maybe a little change our guys are still there the stanford
0: ball. one caden smith went Yes, yeah, Moreau and Sample will both still be there at the net pick based on these. Yeah.
3: I'm nada in on nada because he ran a four nine, and that pretty much disqualifies him in, in my mind. Not
1: a, I'm nada in on nada. I caught that. I like it. Uh, if it's
0: um, me, I'm I'm voting between the tackle and the corner, and I gotta be honest. As much as I like Ballantyne, I'm probably leaning towards taking Udo. Even though, again, like I've said before, if we wanted to cheat based on his number rank he's going to be there at the next pick. Um, so we could cheat it and and take him at 170 and take Valentine here. Um, or you could just take the chance because even if he does go, I know Brendan really likes Max Sharping and he's definitely going to be there at the next pick. So I'm good either way, but my vote would be for either tackle or corner here.
3: Um, can we see the edges really quick? Just, just really quick. And I think interior D line, something we should look at again, because I don't think any of us feel great about Travon Coley or, you know, Brian Price and some of the other names. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'm telling you who I would take. Dogs right there. take him right here, and I'd feel mm-hmm. really good about it. Yep. This film is freaking explosive. Interesting. In Cortez in Broughton, Broughton, like too. I like Cortez a lot. I like yep. both those guys a lot. And then we could cheat the board here, like you said. <laughs> They're probably both still there. But I would feel this is we got actual decisions on our hands here. I, I, I think I'm know.
3: taking Ballantyne, guys.
1: I think I'm okay with it because I think the drop off a corner gets, it gets interesting. And I really yeah. like Ballantyne, man. I think that he comes I in. So.
3: Senior and, bowl. Uh,
1: solid senior bowl performance. And um, I still feel really good about getting some positions. We got two picks left in five, six, and then we'll sort of see what's there at the end. But I think I'm in. I'm a- worth it. do. I think I'm in.
0: Yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Right, yeah, so
0: again, I mean, we were talking about cheating the board here. Um, realistically, you're not going to get Dog Bay much lower than this if you get him here. But, you know, if we're going to cheat the board, then, you know, just for the so we can show the highlights and talk about him as a player and his fit and everything, then I'm totally on board with it.
1: Yeah, let's look at those highlights. So, Valentine playing at Washburn is is a tough film to, uh, to find a, a ton of stuff on. So, we just found three that we're going to show you guys real quick. little read and react action here on the scramble drill. So you're going to see him close on the football here on the right side of your screen, make this play along the sideline, nice, tough interception, mm-hmm. uh, good movement skills you like about him. Here we get at the Senior Bowl where he sort of showed out. Go. Uh, going to be covering, yeah, covering a little sluggo action here at the top of the screen. Physicality's on point. Oh, I,
3: like, I like how he disrupts the route early. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then he's off balance there. A lot of guys get beat at that point.
1: Yep, absolutely agree. I think he does a really good job of finishing at the top of this one too as the ball arrives, which is the thing that I like, squeezing that hip, staying there in perfect phase okay. if that ball arrives to make a play on it and we get a little bit more game action here to the to the bottom of your screen.
3: Oh, wow. That's a great break on the football.
1: Mm-hmm. I like Lovely. the feet off the line. Like yeah. That, that, that jump outside, mm-hmm. boom, boom, back inside, undercut, pick.
3: That's a great play, yep.
1: Mm-hmm. So plenty to like. I think he's a guy who can really compete for time and uh, make his name on special teams, hopefully. And then, yeah. uh, you know, like we said, a guy who can long-term be a guy with David Long and and uh, Denzel, Denzel in the cornerback room. I like that pick. I feel good about it.
3: Yep. That's, that's a great pick on day three, just for a dev- developmental corner, someone you can bring along over time. And if one of those top corners goes down, you know that you have someone reliable that can at least ha- have some press man cover skills to fill in for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Love the feet. I think that's the big part that stands out to me, balance footwork. Uh, good pick. I like it. Let's jump back into the draft. Okay, looking at picks since we last uh, selected Valentine Mike Bell. Fresno State safety, a lot of people like, goes to Denver. Uh, da, 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 da. The third Mississippi receiver, Lodge, goes to Seattle. Mike Edwards, I like, goes to Baltimore. Um, Mr. Nada, Mr. 4 9, not a great pick. Miles Gaskin's fun, good running back. Yep. Yeah. I think he can be a player. Um, Michael Jordan, Ohio State. Back to back Buckeyes. Back to back Buckeyes, indeed. Kendall Sheffield, I'll believe yeah. it when I see it with Kendall Sheffield. Yeah. I've never seen it. No uh, way! So I, don't, I don't believe it. Um, let's look at tackle here. What do you guys say? Sounds yeah.
3: good. Look at it.
1: So, which one do you guys prefer? Is Udo it or?
0: I would prefer Udo. I, I know uh, 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 Brendan probably is going to go the other way, so you're going to be breaking the tie here, Mister Mister Burns.
3: Well, actually, I, I do want to look at the tight ends too. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not. I'm not necessarily all the way in on. Yeah. So.
1: Moreau is still if, there.
3: Yeah, if it's, if another team behind us, if we take a tackle and a team really wants Moreau, he's he's gonna go. So
1: also it, worth noting, though, if Udo's who we really want, he's gonna go. So yeah. which position would we rather risk? That's the question.
3: I prefer Sharping. Um, I think I said I think it was off the air earlier, but he's actually in the PFF top fifty. He's at fifty. He's been there for a long while, so um, he's definitely got a really good profile analytically. So to get him in round five as a guy that I think can hang at tackle, mm-hmm. I did some of his games this past season. I mean, the guys at uh, the draft network clearly don't like him as much, but I mean, we have uh, obviously all all his career snaps graded. It's a pretty big sample size.
0: Yeah, I think if you're going to, at this point, if we're deciding between tight end and uh, tackle, I think – uh you're better based on the board you're better off taking the tight end now uh because at least one of those two tackles is going to be there at our next pick which is only you know what 18 picks away something like that um so yeah i mean i'm, I'm okay either way but i think you're right brendan i think uh, the tight ends might be the way to go here and then you know uh, if udo's gone then we still have Sharping because we got a little bit of um and there's the other guy yeah yep.
1: I'm, that's my vote I, I'm are there any vote for dog me
3: are there any tight ends we like later on uh, scroll down a bit because that's something too is like are we completely in love to the point where we're we don't want to miss on someone later
1: like i always liked caleb wilson's film with josh rosen i know he didn't he didn't mm-hmm. come in size wise as big as a lot of people who thought he would be but i'm also of the opinion guys that I don't know that we need to draft. If they didn't draft one, I'd be okay with it. Like I, mm. I would, I would be okay with the group they have. I still believe in set the valve. They obviously brought back Orson Charles. I like like, Val- I, I th- I'm okay. I I'm gonna. If this is me, I'm not taking a tight end here. I would consider a tight end in our last two picks. I think there are positions that are a bit more pressing for us. But I also think that we did do a nice job of taking a really talented player in the first round. But he's not going to help us when we think we have a really good football team this year. And we're still looking at an interior D line depth that isn't very good. And I think that we need to take one here, in my opinion, and I think the one that we need to take is still there, and I think he's a damn good football player in Dogby. Hmm. That's just I'm me. You, that. guys can, you guys can shut me the hell up and we can pick someone else, but that's kind of just where I sit. Do you think Come he's off.
3: definitely the best defensive lineman on here still? Oh,
0: absolutely. Definitely. I think so.
1: I don't like Bugs very much. I think he disappears okay. way too much. I think that the the way Dogby – tested like I the film to me was fine like it had really good pop plays but then you look at the testing and what he will get coached like between Tosh and Wilkes like I feel like that dude with that ability that raw ability can be taken he has things you can't teach and I I, like I said I would be fine with Broughton but I don't trust Broughton as much as I do dog because Broughton's a little undersized Mm -hmm. um, comparatively to what you want he's about 290 uh yeah. to, to what you want a later round guy to be. Like I just feel like Dogby does some things like throwing up five hundred and some pounds on the bench. Like those are bull rush heaven. Like that dude can can get through people even as he's learning the push pull or the you know the chop swim stuff that you get with good coaching and good repetition at the NFL level. I just feel like he's got some inherent things that is a guy that can give me 25 snaps on a Sunday. Like maybe he pops off and gets you a sack or gets you a big yeah. TFL in a big moment. Like that's what I need because if we left here without one of those guys, I would be extremely nervous about, like you said earlier, Brendan playing, Travon Coley, big minutes, uh, you know brian price i'm not sure if he's still around but carl davis is at least still around like i don't feel great about those guys price
3: is still around i think yeah Yeah.
1: i think he is too so i am just like i'm to the point that i would rather have someone i know that can compete for my second unit and then if my long-term defensive tackle room includes dogby developing jeffrey simmons coming back healthy and larry ogunjobi hopefully taking the steps we believe he can take and they're not forced to feel like they have to you know push sheldon out after just this and
3: richardson for three years hopefully
1: that's that's what i'm saying if you get three years out of him guys you're looking at like with the two dns and vernon miles garrett guys that you can rotate chris smith we could grab a DN later like yeah avery obviously too it could be really good but i need to feel better about my second unit and that's why i'm in on dogby right here
0: i'm with you i had when i was saying that it was tight under tackle i just completely blanked uh, oh, on so the good. interior That's- defensive line, but yeah, if you can get Dog Bay at this value yeah. uh, um, in, in real life, it's tremendous. I like Broughton, and I'm gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna take him over uh, Dog Bay, but I like Greg Gaines more than a lot of. Other
3: yeah, guys. I was gonna mention him actually because yeah. I know that he, from a pass rush grade standpoint, this year he actually graded pretty high, which surprised me because I think he is a bigger, like nose tackle type. Yeah, typical big Washington nose tackle like they've had the past five years. But yeah, Gaines actually has a pretty good profile, which is weird, and it might not translate, you know. But
0: yeah, he's he's nimble for a huge dude, you know. I'm am uh, fine with taking um, two of them again. These I'm not taking them over Dog Bay, but yeah,
1: yeah, I'm absolutely. Fine with, I'm fine with taking two of them in our last. three. No, no, no. I, I don't think I would do that.
3: <laughs> I mean, I just I, I just it's think me, it's. I, respect a, that. A, I, I don't think yeah. I would, um, just from like the roster building standpoint, just. Like you can only keep four or five of them, so then you're in a tough spot, kind of when it comes to final cuts at the end of preseason.
1: I feel it. Let's pick the one we want, then here and and uh, then we can do, we can simply okay we can go from there. Let's go with uh. We all good on 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 yeah. Mike or do we want Greg? I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask really quick. How do yeah. you
3: think Dogby will be as a pass rusher?
1: Well, that's where I was trying to say earlier. Like I think that he doesn't have a perfect like any late round interior player like i don't think they're going to be technicians all the time but i think like you mentioned earlier like a guy really needs to have a sound bull rush in terms of just being able to like go out there put your head down and control one gap for me I think he can do that. Like he's he's fast enough, quick enough off the football to shoot a gap if he needs to, but can also bull rush. And then, like I said, as a development player, he's not going to get starter reps this year, maybe not even next year, but by year three, a guy who could potentially develop into that with raw tools, coaching mm-hmm. that is going to improve at this level. Um, and then just being around Sheldon and being around Larry, who works out with Geno Atkins and all of those little elements that come into play of like, right. you know, you saw in Hard Knocks where, I think Miles pulled over. I think it might have been um what's his name? The guy Orchard uh, Orchard and he was giving him just technique shit. Like I think that stuff is gonna be there From I just really love the profile. Like the, like I said, okay. the team is good enough um to feel okay with like a round five pick. He's got solid production too. But he, yeah, and yep. he can run and he can he can he's powerful. So I'm good with it if you guys are. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm in you sold me. Okay. Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. All right, let's look up uh, some of his highlights. See if we can get some good ones while we wait. I'm going to
3: blame you though. If, if the- all
1: right, let's take a look at highlights of Dogbe here, man. Ooh. A guy who can really run. Um,
0: oh boy, can for he.
1: for his size, man. He can move. Big, physical, powerful dude too. Look, I mean, this is, is like way? First, first off the bus guy. Hang on, let me get that data. Two eighty take-
0: is that right? Seven twenty, uh, I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it moves well for a seven twenty guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have him. They have him at six three and a half, two eighty. Uh, okay, pro day. Yeah. I, know his, I know his pro day was might have been a different way. I, I, I mean, it's a little light. But if we're looking for guys yeah. who can get up field, and Dorsey loves four guys who can rush what the I passer. Want. Yeah, that's uh, that that this is the guy that can do that.
2: Well, especially since you're not going to be
0: asking him to play eighty snaps a game. I mean, right. You know, this In is your second nine unit.
1: Nine point oh two Ras score, which is. Uh, Pretty damn good. 284 weight. He is 20 yards. It was a 5.0740, which is good enough, but his 1.68 split is phenomenal. Elite. Uh, 34 bench reps at 225, which is Uh, ridiculous. 9.2 broad, which is really good at his size. 4.62 shuttle and a 7.433 cone, which is really good too. So Mm -hmm. 9.02 score, which is really, really, really around. Wow. I mean, he's like, unblocked,
3: like, but it's still impressive closing burst. Yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I just think – I think he – I could be convinced that he needs to go earlier. Like, I, yep. I truly could be convinced mm-hmm. that, that cool. he is an earlier than the pick we took him. If they get him here and Simmons, like him, Simmons, and Larry, like I, I think <laughs> the, the dude yeah. is good, and he looks the part. Like, he, he genuinely so
3: – You think. So in this uh, in this scenario, you think that Simmons would be the backup nose the, then, right? It just like kind of looking at the depth yeah. chart.
1: Well, and, that's an and, interesting conundrum they'll be in. You're right about that. Yeah. Um, but well, that I is mean, the way that
3: we have it right now, which is okay. I mean, Ogan Ogunjobi, people thought he'd be a three technique, and I think he's actually a better fit at nose. I think Simmons can just play anywhere, and he's going to be a a beast. So.
1: I think that they'll just all compete like if if they're all right. healthy and Dogby develops and Simmons comes back right and I mean god I mean you want those guys to push you never know like Simmons could be the Larry could get pushed out like
3: Yeah gotta, I agree with that.
1: You got to perform and I think those guys really like I think Larry needs to feel pressure. Like I really I agree. He's a good football player, he's a good human. I think he's he's uh He's developing okay. Like, we, we've seen the flashes that we want to see. Year three is vital for him, and he's admitted as much. But, like, he needs to know that, like, man, if I'm not making plays, you know, Dog Bay is going to take my spot. Like, that's got to be a real thing you feel. That's that's a different sort of pressure. So, I'm in on Dog Bay. I think we made a good pick there, uh, and still, we can get some good other positions later.
0: Yeah, I
3: like it. And, and I agree with
0: what you said earlier. I think, realistically, I think if we want him, 119 is the spot because. I mean, I keep I keep getting him in the fifth and in and, and all of my mocks, but I personally – then again, I said the exact same thing yeah, about I Samard Avery last year, and, and I didn't think there was any way he would be around in the – I thought he was a day two guy easy, and he ended up getting in the fifth round. So, you never know, I guess.
3: Yeah. For sure. I wouldn't go as far as to say you yeah, have to take him earlier just because I've – I think over the years we've seen undersized defensive linemen really fall like Maurice Hurst. I know he had the heart issue, but still he fell a long way. Michael Bennett, a few years ago, there were a lot of people that loved Michael Bennett. He fell. I think Draymond Jones is going to fall this year. He didn't test well and he was smaller. Like I think he'll probably be there on day three realistically. I think some of the, Lesser-known defensive tackles, at least in Ohio, because people know him from Ohio State. But I think some of those lesser-known defensive tackles might go before Draymond Jones, and this might be a situation with, with Dog Bay too, where you know he's undersized, and the defensive line coaches get in the in the mix a little bit, and they're like, "Oh, well, I want to run stuffer." You know, well, this guy might not project as much that way. So,
1: yeah, um, Could yeah I think in rounds in rounds know. four, yeah, like rounds four through Could six, be. if right they got it i was the whoever they game. love yeah for sure i'm with it whoever they love rounds four through six get one of them um whether it's dog bay or any of them danny wise i don't care get get one of them that they really like and then you know i could even see them going higher if they love a player and they didn't take simmons someone they love even more uh you know out in, out in front of that pick too so we'll see but i feel Saunders good about our 80. pick here yeah yeah no absolutely i mean he's a fantastic football he's
3: player. he's so, just resin up that's the trouble there I, I just wish that they could get him in round four somehow yeah
0: I know I know I don't I just don't think it's possible yeah
1: it'll be fun to pay attention to because some of these guys like even like I said if they were to let it slide a little bit and take Cortez brought in like in the fifth he's mm-hmm. got a fun he's got crazy production like I know when yep. when um what's his name help me out Coburn Jim Coburn who does a really good job with the data stuff his analytics profile is like Almost all pro level in some of the market share stuff. So, and I know that that's not the end all be all by any stretch, but production's production and he produces, so I could see him being a good fit too. So, options yeah. abound. Let's uh let's jump back in. Moving on, last pick of round five here. No, are we in round six? I could be off or, or no, or do we get there yet?
3: I think it's round six I'm going into we six. In, yeah, we
1: are in six now. You're right. So, from our last pick, uh, guys that have been taken, Ben Burke Curvin, man, that dude. He's not really by any stretch a, a, a traditional linebacker any but man, it was a production machine. Tons of tackles got to the football. Of course, Pittsburgh takes Moreau. Um, <laughs> as, as typical as, yeah, this That's this, a very Pittsburgh pick. It's a super Pittsburgh pick, you're right. Gardner Minshew to Cincinnati. Interesting. I'd like that. So, <laughs> see how he's, that so, came out a
0: lot meaner than I intended it. Yeah, I'm not worried about them at this point. Yeah, yeah me neither. Stanley Morgan goes. How to many the, tight ends uh, have the uh, Ravens taken so far?
1: I think <laughs> tight end six. I think. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I think That's we're there right. at some point. Uh, speaking of weird first round picks last year. Um, okay, let's jump in. We can look at it. I would look at a tackle here. I don't know what you guys think. There's probably. I mean, our guys. Let's look at
3: there. the best available overall. Our guys okay. are still
1: there. Yeah, both of let's them. Look at the a the list of wide, wide receivers. receivers. <laughs> Uh Fulgham's there. Cody
0: Thompson's I, a lot of fun.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Renfro's still there. Cody Thompson, like you said, still there. A is a running back if you move on from Duke. That dude's fun. Um, mm-hmm. I like Mike. Weber. Mike Weber. Weber, a, lot Mike Weber. Than
0: a lot of other James Williams of Washington. You want somebody that does a lot of the same things that Duke does. James Williams' tape is filled mm-hmm. with that stuff. I really like good, that
1: kid. Very good point. Um, Jalen Hurt. I, Evan Willing, Evan Worthington, Jalen Hurd. I like Jalen Hurd. Hurd. You know, I know you guys like him. Schwing. I could be talked into it. I do want to come out with a tackle, though. I'm going to be pretty honest. Yeah, uh, I do too.
3: Yeah, I think I at this think point we have to I, I think we push I'm going to make the argument, honestly. I'm going to make the argument that Sharping's the best player on the board.
1: I'm fine with Sharping. I think I that think he's is. undervalued he on this. Not, he too. might not
3: be on this thing, but I think he's the best player on the board.
1: Here's here's the Jason difference.
3: Profile.
1: To me Udo is a guy who's developmental. He looks the part. Like he on film there are missing pieces but he really looks the part. He could be a project for Campen if he if he has the time. But to me Sharping is somebody who could compete sooner and somebody who has the technical tools that camping can then help him with little nuances of footwork because I've, I've just noticed little footwork issues that he has when he initially drops, things like that. But this technician hand delivery, stuff like that. Very good. And I think Mm -hmm. that that speaks to why he's so highly rated in your system. So I'm fine more so with the immediate need. If Greg Robinson goes back to being Greg Robinson struggles, gets hurt, whatever, you need somebody who can play. I do not trust Desmond Harrison. I do no. not trust Kendall Lamb. Like I need to trust Kendall Lamb in both that's phases. Tough. I would like a guy that I draft that I feel relatively good about, but relatively good to the sense that this guy could play in a sense that we need him to play in Week Eight when Greg Robinson's out for two weeks with a sprained ankle. Just anything. Just that's where I feel that uh, you know that that's where I feel he makes the most sense.
3: Yeah, I think another thing to factor in is you know we're all thinking win now. And Absolutely. we don't really want to wait when it comes to, especially like offensive tackle. You know, we got to have good pass protection up front. Well, I think Sharping's one of the best pass protectors, honestly, in the class. He's he's gotten it done at the college level. So, I, uh, I mean, you guys know where I stand. I, I want that to be the pick.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm okay either way. But like I said earlier, I know I'm. Uh, I don't really know the uh, the ins and outs, the 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 nuances of.
2: Uh, the offensive like tackle,
0: but sure but you guys, I trust you guys better more than I trust myself in this in this area. So uh, I would be okay either way. I really like Udo. I think he's very fast, and I think his length is something that you can really use, um mm-hmm. especially in today's league. But if, if you guys are that high on Max Sharping, then I would totally trust what you guys say.
1: Yeah, I feel good about it. We all good on yep. Sharping then. Okay, sure. Yep, I right, think that's a great Let's, pick in round six. I do, I do too. Let's look at some of his film real quick. Okay, so he's wearing number seventy-three, playing left tackle. Uh, we don't have a highlight on him, but you guys can at least see him here, top of the screen. Yep. Um, Brendan, you had some you know, a little nugget you wanted to share with everybody.
3: Yeah. So um, out of all offensive tackles in FBS last year that played twenty percent of their team snaps, Max Sharping was he was sixth in uh, pass blocking grade at eighty-nine point eight. And that is out of, let's see how many players. I mean, at least a few hundred players. So that's pretty massive. He was actually – he graded ahead of Jonah Williams in that category, which is really impressive, ahead of guys yeah. like Greg Little, uh, Titus Howard. Um, and then just behind of the big-name guys, Andre Dillard and Dalton Reisner, the only two big-name guys that are really ahead of him on that list. But, yes, yeah, sixth, that's pretty good. And then run-blocking-wise – He's down at, let's find it, down at 61. But still, we're talking about out of hundreds of players. So that's still a pretty good grade overall. And then I'm going to go overall grade. I'm going to check it out. Um, Overall grade, he is at 17. So we just got the 17th highest graded offensive tackle in college football in the sixth round. So if this pick doesn't work out, we're going to blame the analytics department. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's what i call a hidden gem uh good that's look here at pass set right here you got a a, a wide nine look two-point uh rusher off the high side of the screen here well, if i could if i could get it to play Oh, right.
3: that's that's smooth smooth footwork
1: yeah yeah when he gets his pass set right he's tough to get around because he's wide bodied too but not wide bodied in a bad way like he can he can he can still, you know, set the angle that you need to kind of drive by, which I think sometimes that's Greg Robinson's big issue is his hip angle allows for high side pressure, which really annoys me, um, and I don't I don't see a lot of that with him. So we'll watch here just a couple more clips as we go through. This is you guys can find these clips on YouTube. Everything we're pulling up is not something we exclusively have. These are readily available clips on Twitter or YouTube. Moves well, too. I'm, I'm not sure what he ran. I would imagine he ran well, though. It's a good set there. Yeah.
3: Good he just has really good feet for such a big guy. Mm-hmm. That's what stands out. Like, like you look at the difference between like Corbett who failed at tackle and they moved him inside, I think, versus Sharping. I would say Sharping has the better feet and profile when it comes to projecting at tackle than Corbett ever did.
1: Yeah. I just agree. personally. Corbett was very heavy footed. Could work to his favor, a little bit at guard. Oh, yeah. Hopefully we see that. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a good pick. Brendan gave you guys some good nuggets there about his rank seventeenth uh pass grade or seventeenth overall, overall tackle, right? Sixth, yeah. sixth in the pass grade in the system in the and then the sixties the, the and uh and run blocking too. So not 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 at all not at all bad to if that's a work, worst part of your game you can can improve that tool. Passing is going to be what's more important for tackles to block for. So I'm in. It's a good pick. That's a good pick for us. Good value in the sixth round. So let's jump back in and finish out.
0: Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history, relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings. A four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance.